Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. We're into hour three, and I'm still not done with all the audio insanity of the day. It has been an audio extravaganza here on uh, Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number, 833-468-8669. That's how you get to be a part of things. Of course, we stream the show on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Tony Katz Radio. That's where you get to see it all, kids. That's where it's all going down. Now, I've covered a lot of audio, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover some of it again. But first, everything that we have said here regarding violence is 100% factual. Not a debate. Not an argument. There's no one who could say, well, Tony, what about the, what about the, the, the right? You can argue that there's been violence on the right. You cannot argue as we have been because we're smart enough, <laughs> capable enough, and honest enough to be able to delineate between a couple of things. We understand nuance as opposed to some people who just want to make blanket statements because they're only interested in attack and destruction. That there is no condoning from a, an elected level nor a, what we would consider a leadership level of violence. That when we see something awful, we recognize somebody awful, we push them to the fringes. Take a guy like Richard Spencer, the alt-right, whatever the bloody hell that still is. He tried to show up at CPAC. They threw him out. He doesn't represent the conservative voice in America. But you know how many socialists get in uh, to the Netroots convention? Get in. They're the people running for office. There's a great, great differentiator uh, right there. Tony, you can't compare a socialist to a, to a, a white supremacist. Are, are, are you sure? Can I talk about people who should be on the fringes of society? Louis Farrakhan hates Jews, and he hates gays, and he hates white people. And he was front and center at Aretha Franklin's funeral. Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton gladly sat next to him. And Congressman Andre Carson, who represents Indianapolis, my beloved city, wants to work with him and will not condemn him. Great example of what the left condones. And what they condone is violence. They condone Violence. The leadership is okay with it. Senator Maisie Hirono is okay with it. You heard this. You must have heard this. From Eric Holder, you must have heard this. It is time for us as Democrats to be as tough as they are, to be as dedicated as they are, to be as committed as they are. Michelle always says, Michelle Obama, I love her, you know, she and my wife like really tight, um, which always scares me and Barack. But Michelle always says that, you know, when they go low, we go high. No, no. When they go low, we kick them. They condone the violence. Now, someone who's been speaking out about this is Rand Paul. And Rand Paul appeared on a radio station in Kentucky. He's a senator from Kentucky, so it kind of makes sense. 
and talked about his worries. Who count- People like Cory Booker say, get up in their face. He, he may think that that's okay, but what he doesn't realize is that for about every thousand person that might want to get up in your face, one of them is going to be unstable enough to commit violence. When I was at the ball field and Steve Scalise was nearly killed, the guy shooting up the ball field and shooting, I think five or six people were, were shot. Steve Scalise was almost killed. He was yelling, this is for health care. He had a list in his pocket of conservative Republicans that he wanted to kill. You know, when I was attacked in my yard and had six of my ribs broken, uh, pneumonia, lung contusion, all of that, these are people that are unstable. We don't want to encourage them. We have to somehow ratchet it down and say we're not encouraging that violence is ever okay. Now, that was him on radio. Then he took... Not then he encouraging took, that violence is sorry. ever... Then he took the Fox and Friends when Stephen Scalise almost died uh, from a very, very angry, violent man who was incited really by rhetoric on the left. And this hasn't been reported enough. When he came onto the field with a semi-automatic weapon, firing probably close to 200 shots at us, shooting five people and almost killing Steve Scalise, he was yelling, this is for health care. He also had a list of conservative legislators, Republicans in his pocket that he was willing to kill. The left condones it. We're not in a, a, we're not going to be denying this on on any level. Let's let's not kid ourselves. We're not going to allow other people to deny this as well. I am not saying that anybody on the left told Hodgkinson there, James Hodgkinson, to show up to the ball field and start shooting. I am saying that when the violence occurs on the left, they stay silent. I am making a charge. Based on what it is we all see, what it is we all observe about this political party. I am saying that when Maxine Waters decides that the the the, the thing to do is to tell people that what they should be doing is getting up in people's faces. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. What do you think you're going to get? What do you think is going to happen? We have the mayor of Portland, Ted Wheeler, who tells the police to stand down while Antifa protesters, sorry, I called them protesters. Oh, oh, I do that. My mistake. This mob of violent Antifa fools. Yes, the M word, Ari. Don't act so shocked. You can't say that. I can say the M word. Brooke Baldwin's not going to be happy with you. Brooke Baldwin has never been happy. Name for me a time Brooke Baldwin was like, you know what? Things are good. I'm on CNN. I'm making money. You know what? I'm uh, life's okay. The M word. She actually referred to it. Brooke Baldwin did as the M word there on on CNN. We're gonna get into the whole mob thing. We're, I promise. I promise to play that audio. These people. They condone the violence from a leadership level, and what I have been saying and what we've been getting into here is the conversation of what are you going to do about it? 
because the, one of the one of the problems is that you you take a look at the at the violence, you take a look at the rhetoric, you take a look at the hate, you take a look at the vitriol, and you think that maybe you just have to take that. I don't think you just have to take that. I don't think you just have to take it at all. Now, uh, someone's gonna say to me, "Hey, Tony, aren't you the guy the other day who told people to buy ammo?" Oh yeah, I did. Buy ammo. Go today and buy ammo. You know what I did? This was a couple weeks, uh, last week. Last week, you know what I then did? I then went to the range, did a little practice, got some ammo. Do you know why? Because there's never been a moment where I haven't said you should be prepared. You should always be prepared. It's why I believe in the Second Amendment. It's why I believe people should carry. It's about preparation. So you have the ability to defend yourself and the ones that that you love. And I am aware of the violent world that is out there. Now, I don't get, I haven't in a while gotten a death threat. I've had people tell me to go kill myself. But not, no, no. I mean, like, if if you were to take... um, I find that women get it much more than men. So if you were to talk to uh, uh, Dana Lash, right, and the insanity that that happens uh, to her, and we we share a station on on WIBC, and if you were to talk to uh, also on WIBC, the chicks on the right, right, uh, they get death threats. They've gotten stalkers before. I mean, it's really, it's super, super creepy. Uh, guys don't get it as much. I don't get it as much. But I've had t- people tell uh, tell me to to kill myself. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, make make some other kinds of, of, of threats my way. And there are enough people who are uh, trolls in social media that, of course, I'm aware of my surroundings, and absolutely, I carry. It's not even a question. Of course I do. I live in the real world. But every lawful gun owner and every rational person knows that that is about being able to protect and defend oneself it's never about going out there and starting being the cause of any level of harm nobody quite literally nobody in a leadership position of any kind whether you want to talk about elected or talk about uh, you want to call it right here on, on the radio you know being a media figure would you call me a media figure by the way Ari would that would that would I be a media figure yeah maybe perhaps a media personality sure Right, I, I would go with media personality. Is is a perhaps entertainer, Ari? Would you go with entertainer? Potato, potato. No, 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 not no. Big, big difference, right? Well, it depends if you're entertaining or not. If you're not being entertaining, then you're a. I think I'm fully entertaining, 100 percent of the time. But I come prepared, and yes, I am. I come prepared because I do not know where the crazy is going to come from. I have never once suggested go out there and commit an act of violence. No. And even if I have joked about it, I will say I have corrected myself on air. No, no, no. I'm not saying you should go do that. Please don't, don't, don't kid yourselves here. Leadership doesn't do that. These people want you to kick those, kick people. They want you uh, to, uh, to engage with these people violently, want you to surround people. This is what they want. This is what they're condoning This is what they think should be the new standard. And the question is, what are you going to do about it? And if you don't know the answer to that question, let me suggest to you uh, just a reminder that Election Day is November 6th. I'm Tony Katz.
Can we just take a minute and applaud the bravery? Can we just can I get a little something from Yari? A little, just a little bit of, you know, some up twinkles, as they used to say in the business. A little bit of bravery there from Mayor Bill de Blasio, the mayor of New York. Brave man. Brave man, because uh, in light of all the problems in New York City, uh, you know, the, the, the issues with, uh, with infrastructure, uh, pothole issues, the subway system, Oh, oh, he has uh, he has gone the extra mile uh, by signing legislation that allows people to add a third gender category to birth certificates. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that was that not was that not newsworthy? Was that was that not important? Yes, you 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 can put male, which is which is a gender. You can put female, also a gender, and then you could put X. Which, of course, as we all know, um, uh, was the secret element uh, there um, that was used. You know, I think I think it was an ingredient X uh, that created the Powerpuff Girls. So they, this is your choice: you can either be a, a male, a female, or um, a Powerpuff Girl. These these are your options. Yes, it was Chemical X. Which jail do you go to if you're X? What do you mean, which jail? Because there's a female jail and a male jail. Jail. If you're ex, what do you go to? Oh, you 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 go. You don't you don't go to jail. Clearly, you're innocent. <laughs> you are honestly, Ari. It's like you haven't been paying attention to a damn thing I've said all year. This is their decision. You can now make this choice. Um, it was passed by the New York City Council um, under the leadership of uh, Speaker Corey Johnson in close in close partnership with the Department of Health and Mental Hygiene. Wait. Mental hygiene? That was that's that's the way it, uh, it it's written. New Yorkers should be free to tell their government who they are, not the other way around. Now, what I love about that statement is that he can he can get somebody like me to be like, "Yeah, government." Is anybody gonna notice that the most big government guy in New York, which is saying something? who does nothing but want to uh, engage uh, concepts, theories, policies that tell you how to live, how to be, how to act. He now doesn't want the city deciding for you. How confusing this must be for him. You know, he, he is, he is uh, policy confused. You know, it's, 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 it's policy dysphoria is, is what it is. It's like gender dysphoria, but it's far, far more dangerous because gender dysphoria is usually about the person. Policy dysphoria, well, that could destroy everybody. Overheard. Here's Brian. So get this. It turns out that politicians lie from time to time. Well, I'll be galley. Case in point, Tennessee Democrat Senate nominee Phil Bredesen, who lied on Friday when he released a statement saying he would have voted yes to confirm Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court. Lie, lie, lie. At least according to undercover video of one of his campaign staffers down in Tennessee. I think it's important to just remind yourself that, like, well, us, that it's just a political move, right? Yeah. Like... That's the only way I can... Isn't that gross? It is. But that's, like, the way it has to go. Like, I just hate that he has to, like... Yeah, right? Why to, like, 
get that vote. Bredesen is down half a point, so he's trying to appeal to moderate Republicans by saying he's in favor of Kavanaugh, which proves what an idiot he truly is, considering his support of Kavanaugh is sure to alienate more liberal Democrats. Plus, he's a liar, and liars go to hell. A CNN panel this week destroyed rap superstar Kanye West for being the, quote, token black Trump supporter. Okay, actually, they called him a token something else, but I'm not going to say that because that would make me a racist. However, Don Lemon is black, which makes him a respected journalist. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. That's one of the panelists, Bakari Sellers, also black. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. And that's Don Lemon and Tara Setmeyer laughing. She's black as well. <laughs> Just looking at Scott's <laughs> Don's referring to the lone white person on the panel who's completely dumbfounded by the complete and total hypocrisy and racism he's watching transpire. Listen, black folks are about to trade Kanye West in the racial draft, okay? They've had it with him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, golly gracious. But but seriously, I mean, this is not the Kanye West of 2004. This isn't the college dropout album guy. Oh, college dropout Kanye. You mean back when he did blindly support Democrats? And no one should be taking Kanye West seriously. He's clearly has issues. He's already been hospitalized. You know, not to trivialize mental health issues. But let me just trivialize mental health issues for a moment. But, I mean, obviously Kanye has taken a turn in a very strange way. All right. Let that be a lesson to you, Kanye. Don't go wandering off the plantation again, all right? There will be consequences. I'm Brian Baker. Shame on you, CNN. Producer Brian Baker, thank you. I'm Tony Katz. 833-GOT-TONY is the number. 833-468-8669. In the Oval, right now, President Trump and Kanye West. Pull it up there, Ari. Let's see what's happening. It's my honor, Jim. I want to tell you, I've been a fan of yours for a long time. long time. Oh, that's right. Nobody like you. Nobody like you. The uh, NFL legend, Jim Brown. Leave this on for a minute. Let's see what they have to say. Yeah, it's really nice, man. Well... And, you know, that's always been the way Jim has been for a long time. And he just wanted to help. And it's it's something special. Jennifer, did you have a question? Um, I guess just you, what do you feel about Tom and Chris? Regina? Well, we're going to look at it. I'm, I'm open to everything. Hey, look, I think it's a shame what's happening in Chicago. I'm in Chicago a lot, too. I have nice things in Chicago. You know that, right? And I hate to He's see the, what's happening. He is the best. He really They're having... Is. Numbers, the really numbers is. of people being You know, this goes shot, to my, my larger conversation. If Kanye not, starts talking again or Jim Brown, pull it back up. Um, who's the bigger power couple? I asked this yesterday. Is it um, Jay-Z, Beyonce, or is it Kanye, Kim, uh, Kim Kardashian? And uh, who's having the meeting in the White House right now? Who's going to be able to actually talk about things that might actually happen, as opposed to just hanging out with the president and being like, oh, look how cool we are? Right? Actually getting something done might be more important. There might be some more power in that. I'm I'm asking the question. Who's the bigger power couple? Uh, But I didn't want to overlook what you just heard. Um this mocking of Kanye West by CNN. And so Kanye West is what happens when, Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and, and we have this now, and now Donald Trump is going to use it and pervert it, and he's going to have somebody who can stand with him and take pictures. 
Hold on, what are we hearing there? That's really nice. And that's from the heart. I didn't want to put you in that Kanye position. just hugging President Trump? But that's Look at from that. the heart. Special guy. Look at that. These two are special people. Well, I, like the cast Saturday Night Live is like going to be furious. Just infuriated. Jim, Kanye, I appreciate it. So let's go oh, my lunch. gosh. Okay. They're going to go have lunch. Good on them. Going to walk away from the whole thing. I, uh, I This whole calling uh, Kanye, you know, uh, just an... They, they didn't call him a, a dumb Negro. That's their words, not mine. Don't tell me I can't repeat it. They said it. I think we all should hear it. And so Kanye West is what happens when... Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. Um, and it's nothing but Don Lemon and Tara Setmeyer and Bakari Sellers all laughing. Oh, they think this is so funny. They think it's great when they insult other black men for not being black enough. Because that's what it's all about. This commentary on CNN is racism from beginning to end. And if Don Lemon doesn't want to admit to it, what does it matter to me? And if someone tells me, Tony, you're white, you're not allowed to talk about racism, I will tell them, step aside. You don't get to tell me what to talk about. I notice things. That's kind of my job. I have two eyes. I have two ears, a lump of gray matter in the middle. I can coalesce the vapors. And I know what I hear and I know what's happening. You decided that Kanye West wasn't really black because he didn't agree with you. So black is not a skin color. Black is a mindset. Commentary on CNN. Right? That's what, that's what you're saying. That's what you're putting forth. It really goes to a larger conversation. That what they're saying is because he doesn't think like us, he's not really black. It's about community. I hate the word. Societies. I'll get into that. Coming up next, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. So good to be with you. 833-GOT-TONY. That's the number. 833-468-8669. As I said, there is so much to get to. So much to dig in on. Um, Here's a, an interesting uh, a piece. Uh, Andrew Gillum, who's the Democrat running for governor in Florida, According to Talking Points memo, he demands the Florida TV station stop broadcasting a maliciously false attack ad put out by the Republican Party, warning that further broadcasts would be uh, intentionally defamatory. It's a cease and desist letter um, about an, an ad that focuses on an ongoing FBI public corruption investigation into city government in Tallahassee. Gillum is the mayor. Of Tallahassee, this was known about, and he still won the nomination. Um, it, the ad says Gillum is running for governor and also from the FBI. And the ad ends with Gillum is not just radical, uh, but corrupt. Unquote. According to the lawyers, the advertisement constitutes libel and slander of the worst sort. This letter shall serve as notice that any further publication or rebroadcast of the advertisement by you will be intentional 
and made with actual knowledge of the maliciously false and defamatory statements contained uh, therein. Right, so the FBI investigation itself is about development projects. And there was this whole conversation of Gillum was in Costa Rica on vacation, yet having meetings about this kind of stuff and how does that uh, connected, right? This probe is, is of course, a part of the, the election cycle in, in there in, in Florida. But when you take a look at it, that Gillum is warning television stations not to run an ad, that is so Trump. Right? Isn't Trump the one who's, who's you know, always uh, threatening the media and he's going to sue the media and he's going to take the media's license? Yet here is, here is Andrew Gillum saying, you stop running that ad right now. You don't like what's in the ad? No, that's why you have to stop running it. Well, is, is anything in the ad actually false? Which part of didn't you understand me telling you to stop running that ad? Well, we, we can't just run the ad. Racism! I mean, I, that's, I'm assuming that's how it's going to go. I'm assuming that there's going to be a call uh, of of that uh, pretty soon. By the way, I have this um, from 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 Kanye. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, put put up my, put up my web. This this is Kanye West speaking to President Trump. We're going to have Apple, the American company, work on this plane with. But you know what I don't like about, it's not that I don't like, what I, what I need Saturday Night Live to improve on or what I need the liberals to improve on is, if he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, the flyest, the flyest planes, the best factories, and we have to make our core be in power. We have to bring jobs into America because our best export is entertainment and ideas. But when we make everything in China and not in America, then we're cheating on our country. Oh, please, what are you kidding? I just found Nikki Haley's replacement for the UN. That's the way it's going down. Oh, that is that is precious and spectacular. I wanted to um, get back to something because I, I said I would explain exactly what it is. What CNN said about Kanye West. What they said about him, uh, calling him, you know, Kanye West is what happens when uh, Negroes can't read. That's, that's the line. That's the line, and and that was from Bakari Sellers, and then it went uh, over to uh, Tara Setmeyer. And what she said was that uh, if you're asking, is he going to be accepted by the the black community? Uh, maybe. I will look that up. I know that. All right. Listen, <laughs> maybe it'll work, Tara. Will it? I don't know. Work for who? <laughs> It's not going to work in the black community. Listen, black folks are about to trade Kanye West in the racial draft. Mike, Dave Chappelle conversation right there. Racial draft. That was a good good, uh, comedy bit for sure. Man, Chappelle, we miss you. Do more things like uh, equanimity and the bird revelation, please. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, But this commentary shows us something that's very important to understand. And we've said it here many, many times. If you are black and you are conservative or you espouse anything conservative or espouse anything that the liberal elite says you're not allowed to talk about, you're not really black. They just proved it. 
You can call the man a Negro. You could say uh, the black community wants to trade him. Why? Not black. Black, it turns out, is not a skin color. It is not about pigment. Right? Black is, is, is not even uh, about uh, shared experiences. No, black is about believing in the same uh, political philosophy. And if you do not believe in that political philosophy, well, then obviously you can't be black. The same thing goes for being gay. Uh, I've noted that gay patriot on Twitter, Bruce Carroll, uh, has, been, uh, has been blocked. He's been blocked on, on, on Twitter. He doesn't know why. He does not know why he's been blocked. He's just been blocked. He one day his account was working and then his account wasn't working. They haven't they haven't explained it. They haven't said why this uh gay Republican uh hasn't uh has had his uh, Twitter account taken away. But there are plenty of people who say, oh, you're, you're gay and a Republican, not really gay. I'm Jewish. Oh, you're Jewish and conservative? Not really Jewish. They do it all the time. All of the time. And here's where you have to understand what's happening. You have to understand that there are not these separate groups. These separate groups do not exist. The, the, they're called communities. A gay community and the Jewish community and the black community. They don't exist. They may have some shared interests, but as quote-unquote communities, I hate the word community. I hate the word community, but we'll use it for lack of a better word right now. Societies, groupings, whatever. They don't exist. There are only two communities in the United States. There is the liberal community, and then there is everybody else. If you are black, Kanye West is black, but you happen to think President Trump is okay, and you don't think you should crap all over the President of the United States, not black. Bakari Sellers and Don Lemon and Tara Setmeyer just proved my point. Not really black. Gay and a Republican? Not really gay. Peter Thiel. Billionaire Peter Thiel. Oh, no, no, no. He won't do. He won't do at all. He spoke in favor of Trump at the convention. Oh, dismiss him. Jewish and conservative, not really Jewish. I've had people do this to me before. I was at a wedding in Cleveland once, and I'm at a table. It was a, a wedding, and it was it was just it was just uh, me. My wife couldn't make it. It was just me, and I'm talking to some people at the table. I'm talking to the to, to the woman next to me, and um, you know, I, I, talking about the wedding. I said, well, you know, I'm Jewish. My my wedding was different, but. To, whole thing's going on and we're having a conversation the conversation uh turned to a, a bit of politics and i said well i'm a conservative and i started explaining why well, i see it a little bit differently and the woman who had been talking to me sitting next to me the entire time she was smiling she, it was a lovely conversation you know what, what what would you expect the smile went away 
and she literally in her chair, she's 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 looking at me, right? She's looking at me and she's talking to me. And in the middle of me talking, she turned the other direction. Actually happened. These people, uh, they're not interested in anybody who disagrees with them, and they are confounded by the idea. That someone like me would even exist. You know how many people have said to me, Tony, how can you be conservative? You're Jewish. There's nothing in Judaism that says you have to be a progressive. That is nonsense, trash, garbage. It's garbage. Always has been. Always will be. As a matter of fact, I defy any Jew, any rabbi, any Talmudic scholar to to come my way and show me where it says this is why you have to be a liberal in today's version of liberal America. I, I'd be fine if you said you 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 want you thought I should be a classical liberal, which I would only hope that I am. But a liberal in today's America, the, these people, these violent crazed people who want to control every aspect of people's life, nope, not interested. I'm not that I'm not interested in. Just so so we're clear. But understand that everybody I just brought up belongs to the same community. Tara Setmeyer, Bakari Sellers, Don Lemon, um, uh, the, these uh, gay activists who decided uh, that Peter Thiel isn't good enough and decide that Bruce, uh, that, that, that gay patriot there on, on, uh, on Twitter isn't, isn't good enough, uh, who, who turn away from me during a conversation because I'm a conservative and Jewish, they all belong to the same community. That is not a black community, a gay community, and a Jewish community. No, no, no. That is the liberal community. And outside of that is everybody else. That's the way they think. You have to be in lockstep, nay, goose step with what they envision as acceptable. Otherwise, you can't be what you are. And for people to actually think that, that's a level of elitism I never want in leadership. I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz, so good to be with you. 833, got Tony. 833-468-8669. That's how you get in touch uh, with the show. I I promised earlier uh, that I would talk about uh, the mob. Yes, Ari, the mob. Tony, you can't can't say that. I can, and I will. It's the M word. According to... to, uh, to Brooke Baldwin, it is indeed the M word. That that is, that is totally true. Yet somehow, I I feel like I can say it because I'm I'm alive and uh, I I can speak freely and you know, I feel good about that. The mob is how we are describing in many ways, and I didn't think anything of it. I've called them a mob before. I've called them a group before. I've called them a gang before. I've called them violent before. These people who confront in restaurants, these people who confront uh, these Antifa people on the streets of uh, Portland, it's a a mob. It's a mob. Well, on on CNN, they've been freaking out over this conversation of of calling it a mob. They somehow think that it's the... um, 
You know, it's 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 the craziest thing in the world. How dare you? How dare you insult these people by calling them a mob? Shouldn't we be more bothered by the fact that they're interrupting people while they eat, threatening them, or they're trying to direct traffic, and then they attack senior citizens, that they surround buildings, that they defecate on the streets, creating biohazards while following people to their houses or picking up their kids from summer camp to scream at them? Like, shouldn't that be more problematic in the, in the scheme of the things? That would seem like it should be more problematic. Well, this took place. This was Matt Lewis. Matt Lewis and Don Lemon again, Don Lemon. Again, he, he, he never, ever, ever gives up. And it's a conversation about the mob. Here you go. Okay, I've got to get to the break. I will answer your question that you asked her. Is it mob behavior? No, it's not mob behavior. It's people who are upset and they're angry with the way the way the country is going and the policies that these people. Will you let me finish, Matt, please, before you jump in? Okay. I'm making a point. I can't make it if you keep interrupting me. No, but, you, no, but you're, you're making a point. Are, are you the moderator or the host, or are you arguing a liberal I'm, oh, I'm the moderator and the host of this oh show, my. and I'm trying now to make a like point a to tell you that now you're giving mob rule. I'm telling you're you why people are... Saying it's not a, look up the word mob in the dictionary. Matt, it is by definition you should look behavior. up the word mob in the dictionary, and you should also, as a Republican, look at the Constitution. I'm not a Republican. And look at the... Or whatever it is you are. Whatever it is you are, look at the Constitution of the United States, and it gives people the right to protest. Yeah, and and that it doesn't say where Especially you can protest there, like, and how you can no, protest and to what. Will Nobody you let me saying... finish, Matt? Please, let bye, me finish. Bye. Okay. Bring it on. Okay. Uh, do you mind if I have a drink? So you, you can do whatever you want. You can leave the show if you want, but let me finish. I'm not I will make do my that. point. Okay. Well, then shut up and let me do it. All right. Please. Thank you very much. In the Constitution, you can protest whenever and wherever you want. It doesn't tell you that yeah. you can't do it at a restaurant. It doesn't tell you that you can't do it on a football field. It doesn't tell you that you can't do it uh, on a cable news show. You can do it wherever you want. And to call people mobs because they are exercising their constitutional right is just beyond the pale. Beyond the pale. To call them a mob for executing their constitutional right. The constitutional right to violently confront people in restaurants. That's a little bit different, I would argue, than, than whether or not you have the right to assemble because the restaurant has rights too. The restaurant has the right to be able to serve their customers without violent attack. The restaurant reserves the right to be able to determine their atmosphere. This is one of the reasons I don't believe that uh, states should be allowed to bar smoking in bars. They're not, they don't have any right to be a, a silent partner looking out for the health and welfare. Tell people not to work there. There's always Dairy Queen. You don't want to work in a bar. There's always Dairy Queen. Go knock yourself out. Have a good time. You have to make choices. You have to make decisions. But the restaurant has rights, too, to which Don Lemon says, eh, whatever. But where does it say you have the right to threaten people?
And if you say to me, well, they're just angry with the way the countries are going, country is going, so they're just letting their voice be heard. No, they're not. They're walking into restaurants and trying to pick a fight. Uh, that's, that's what they're doing. And you, Don Lemon, and then, yes, you to an extent, a, a much lesser extent. Maybe I even shouldn't put Brooke Baldwin in there. But you, Maisie Hirono, and you, the rest, are, are condoning it. That's where this all comes full circle. It's the condoning of the violence that makes it full circle. And I asked this question earlier, what's, what are you going to do about it? And some people take that as, well, you're talking about some kind of like physical resistance? No, I'm talking about voting. The answer to the question, what are you going to do about it? Well, first you have to ask yourself the question. Look at what you're seeing. Look at the violence. Look at the condoning of the violence. Look at the, the inciting of the violence. And then what are you going to do about that? And the answer is you're going to vote. Because these people do not deserve power. You're going to keep them from getting the thing that they want. You're going to stand up to the bully. That's what you got to do sometimes. That's what we're going to do. Tomorrow, everyone. Take care.